If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the sex and relationship podcast. Where I am Beth. And I'm Brian. And we're still here, surviving the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Barely, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of low-key living for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I spent all day yesterday in my chair doing absolutely nothing. <sighs> I landscaped my yard for six hours. Yeah, you did say that, and it sounds like you did a great job. Yeah, and then I had a friend come over and be like, did you go on vacation? And I was like, no. They're like, you're really tan. <laughs> I, was like, well, I was outside for six hours, so... Anyway, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I can't um, do yard work, which kind of sometimes is a bummer. Yeah, I actually low-key like doing it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of fun. It engages your lizard brain, and you just kind of like repetitive um, actions, and you just kind of keep doing what you're doing, and you're in your own head. I like those activities. For sure. And like... It's uh, a outside, which obviously I love being outside, but um, like the before and after of it is very satisfying. Oh, yeah. The the gratification that you get from having a nice looking on. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. great. It's awesome. For sure. Brian, if you were going to review my lawn, what would you get? <laughs> <laughs> if I was to review it? Re- review it. Like how many stars would you give it? Oh, I, well, I mean, I haven't seen it. Since you've done anything. Right. But like but the size and everything else, you got that creek over there. I'd give it a four. A four out of five stars? Yeah, you bet. Okay. Well, um, if you wanted to rate our show, for instance, <laughs> mm. that was a, a really bad segue. I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd still give our show a, a five. I, our show would get a five. Yeah. We've had sure. all fives. We do have all fives. And if you want to give us another five, please go to iTunes or uh, Facebook or wherever you can rate the show and give us a five-star rating, leave us a review. It really helps the show out tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. It does. And if you also want to help the show out tremendously, if you just love it so much, you can become a Patreon sponsor. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're getting ready to do something different with the Patreon, maybe have some swag on there. Well, we kind of already do. Yeah, we can have more <laughs> swag on there. Well, I already had t-shirts on there. But what Brian's getting at is that we have t-shirts ready to go. We're ready for the t-shirts. We've also got stickers and magnets and pins. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to sponsor the show, go to www.patreon.com. Dot com slash Frank and Beans, just all the words, lowercase, spelled out. And uh, for as little as $5, you could get a beer crack in your honor on the show. Boom. And uh, the more you want to sponsor, the more swag you're going to get from us. Swag's a good thing. Yeah, it's fun. So, um, and then also if you uh, have any questions, Comments, concerns, or just want to tell us you love us, you can always email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. The letters F, Frank November, Bravo, podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Ryan, what did we talk about last week? It was uh, interracial dating, which I I had fun with that episode. That's a yeah. lot. Of, I learned a lot with that. Uh, yeah, it was really a very interesting episode. Um, yeah. 
and a lot so of fun. Even if it's not, you know, your topic or anything like that, you're you're going to learn something good. Yeah, I mean, if they, you know, if nothing else, like if uh, the statistical like data that was presented was pretty interesting. Absolutely, Four. it's very numbers heavy. Not very numbers heavy, but there's a lot no, of numbers but- in there, and I, 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 I get interested in that stuff. Yeah, eye opening. I guess I would say for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. Apparently, my backyard has become. A landing spot for airplanes. There was like six what? that just went by. Super close. Are oh, we under shit. attack? <laughs> Let's, what is happening? I hope not. <laughs> Yikes. Well, uh, audience, Brian and I actually have a really exciting and crazy announcement for you guys. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to talk about. I mean, we do this show and we've done it for so long. Um it's a little hard to bring up because I feel like people know us and they, they get an idea of how we are and whatnot. So mm. for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, these are crazy times that we are living in right now. Uh, we have the Corona gods running our day to day lives. We're all on lockdown. Joe Exotic has just consumed my life entirely. <laughs> I love it, though. I Everything, so the Corona much. gods have been good to us. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like to go along with that in the year 2020, this is probably an announcement that's going to fit right in. <laughs> right on brand for the year 2020. Right. Yeah. Uh, but here goes. Franks, beanies. While Brian and I have spent the last 80 episodes telling you guys that we are not fucking... Our relationship has taken a turn into a romantic one, and Brian and I are officially an item now. How about that? So, yeah, I mean, we might have to take down some of the episodes to to make it make more (laughs) sense, but, you know, like, in 2020, we're dealing with coronavirus and all this other stuff. Like, it kind of brings into perspective your own mortality, you know? And you know we've we've been talking about it since episode one that we're best friends. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what everybody wants in a relationship? Somebody that they're best friends with, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's you know always kind of the I don't know dream to fall in love with your best friend, and you know we're just uh, really excited to have gotten there, you know. And so we hope this doesn't change too much of the context of the show for you guys. Um, it shouldn't, no. Yeah. If anything, we can give a more positive perspective on that. Yeah. We promise you to still deliver the same peer-reviewed, terrible sex and dating advice as always. (laughs) Right. So, um, you know, it's funny with the show, doing research for them. Um, You know, the different topics that we've talked about, the long-distance relationships that uh, coincides with us, that works for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, we did that whole episode about it, and at the beginning of it, we were both like, no. And then by the end of it, we had completely changed our minds. And, you know, like, yeah. You know, and with a long distance relationship comes concerns about how to ensure both people are getting the needs met from the relationship, worries about cheating, et cetera. And, you know, we had actually also done an entire episode on monogamy mm-hmm. that helped us to see that despite us both being completely opposed to it at the beginning of the episode, we both realized by the end of it that we would be more open, open, you know, to 
monogamish options, you know? So I think yeah. it's just, you know, we've learned a lot. and I definitely <laughs> have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so the good news is, you know, that if you keep listening, you're just going to learn more from our nonsense. Um, and you might just end up with the love of your life. so that brings us to our topic today yeah which is very fitting absolutely it is falling in love with your best friend (laughs) oh so you know developing romantic feelings for a best friend of the gender you are romantically attracted to uh is pretty normal you know um I mean, and that goes, you know, again, for any type of sexuality, for any gender type. Um, you know, when you find someone that is that special to you and so similar to yourself, much like much like your friends that are your non-preferred romantic gender, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You develop a unique attachment to them. But when you also find them physically attractive, it can create a few different types of scenarios for the future of the relationship. Yeah. I mean, first you got, yay, congrats, they feel the same way, and you found the one, you know. Mm-hmm. You can also run into a situation where, you know, after careful thought and consideration, you realize you were just maybe confused and perceived your romantic feelings for them because they happen to be the gender you're attracted to and, you know, decide to just resume your friendship as normal. Mm-hmm. And then it can also go poorly. Which is where you decide to go all in, express your feelings to them, but they don't feel the same way. A.K.A. the bummerooski in the the fractionary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot imagine anything more. Yikes. Mm. (sighs) But, you know, worst case scenario, you express your feelings, you get shot down. That's the worst that's going to happen, right? <laughs> well, but that could make they the rip friendship out your heart weird. Yeah. <laughs> they rip out your heart. Throw it on the ground and stomp on it. They throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Um, you have to consider the following. Uh, do I even want a re- romantic relationship? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and... Am I willing to risk losing the friendship if they do not feel the same way? That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Or I would say additionally, you know, not only if they don't feel the same way, but if, if you know, something goes wrong with the relationship, even if they do feel the same way initially. Right. So, yeah, it's a pretty big risk. It's not just a normal relationship, so. You know, big risk, big reward, right? True, true, definitely. So how do you know if you're falling in love with your best friend? Hmm. There are some signs. Number one, you start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, this is one that is so us. Um, you are already probably communicating with them about everything. Mm-hmm. You text each other all the time about things that happen to you, funny things you see, Tiger King memes, whatever. <laughs> Which we've been on fire. Dude, we always text each other about 75 times a day, but like, <laughs> it's just been even more so. And then that group on Facebook is like... Oh, fuck. Oof, so I love it's Tiger of King it. memes on Facebook. It's uh, <laughs> so good. It's a treasure. Yeah. 
Um, but if they also start to consume all of your other thoughts, you might be in love. Oh, what kind of mm. thoughts are those? <laughs> I don't know. You know, all of them. Just all oh, your other thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might also already know everything or every detail of their love lives. Mm-hmm. Check. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too much. <laughs> right. Um, but if you find yourself starting to feel jealous of the other romantic partners, you might be falling in love with them. Mm, mm. Interesting. Yeah. So um, if you start to find that everyone you date sucks in comparison to them, mm. it might be because you're actually in love with them. That's it's a good point. Like if this person is your the bar that has been set mm-hmm. for every other date that you go on. Mm, oh, fully. That might be love. For sure. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yep, so then uh, the chemical processes in your brain can change when you're falling in love with someone. Your brain is releasing adrenaline, dopamine, and serotonin in in addition to testosterone and estrogen. When you're in love, your body speeds up the process, speeds up to process them all. Um, The intensity of these reactions are euphoric and make you addicted to your best friend. How about that? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not just in your head. You might literally be feeling chemically attached. Ah, like crack mm. cocaine. Just like crack cocaine. <laughs> this is <laughs> the same, uh, the same, what are they called? The same chemicals. Yes. Less mm. expensive though and more likely <laughs> to keep your teeth in your head. Good point. <laughs> Uh, be careful if you start to notice that you want to be around your BFF every second of every day. Your body might be telling you, hey, I'm in love. How about it? How about that? Another one of these ones where it's like our body knows us better than we do. Yeah, for sure. So. so oh, there, I can hear so many little birds chirping in the background there. For me or you? Yeah, for you. I love it. Oh, yeah. There's there's birds out here. That, so, <laughs> they sound so cute. <laughs> yeah, in anyway. between the in between the airplanes that are landing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe they were just giant birds and not airplanes at all. Oh, could have been. <laughs> so anyway, there are things that could go wrong, right? Mm, yeah. Like for instance, you know, again, because it's just, this isn't just a normal relationship. There are obviously always things that can go wrong with any relationship, but in this situation, there's more at stake, right? Right. So. Um, you know, like you said, greater risk, greater reward. So, um, for instance, if they just broke up with somebody, Mm -hmm. you could end up as a rebound. Mm. So you have to consider careful timing, obviously, uh, in order to make sure that it isn't just like poorly timed and then they're accepting it because they feel like they need someone again. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be in a serious relationship. Mm. Mm. So are you willing to potentially break up their relationship? Are you willing to deal with all of the collateral damage that comes with that? Like that bitch slashing your tires or some shit? Right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, will they end up resenting you for breaking it up? 
yeah, like maybe they end up having regret or something after that first fight. Like, I should have just stayed with Susan. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's I, funny. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing at that is because for some reason at work, anytime I'm like referencing, <laughs> anytime I'm referencing like a random generic female, I'm like Becky. And like, Sterling's yeah. like, what do you have about, what do you have against Becky? I'm like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> fuck Becky. <laughs> I think from now on it's Carol. <laughs> it, it should be Carol. <laughs> it should be Carol. <laughs> back Carol. to the Tiger King yes. and that bitch Carol Baskins. That is the only time <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, at liberty to say that bitch, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. That yeah, bitch fuck Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin, okay? <laughs> she fed her husband to the Tigers. Yeah, like fuck her and never call her again. Not like the good <laughs> kind of fucking. Like that's, yeah, she sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I'm glad she gives me the. Um, the strength to say the B word. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mean Becky. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So the other thing is, you know, are if they're in a relationship, are you willing to wait it out and remain single until they break up? Like, hmm. what do you if think you'd be able to do that, or do you think you'd like, you know, ah. if you were in love with that person, would you kind of like drop bugs in their ear? Plant those seeds and be like, hmm, I saw I Carol mean, at the club last night. Well, that would just, I don't think that's the right precedent to set any relationship up on, you know, Fair, in terms of like, point. you know, deception is never the way to get what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that way your, ti- your husband ends up in tiger pits. Um, <laughs> but, 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 you know, would you like, if you saw something? So the, here's that, the thing about that. Like, if they're in a happy, regular ass relationship, you mm-hmm. could be waiting forever. Like, what if they never break up? How long yeah. are you willing to wait, you know? And I don't know. I've, and then, you know, you just kind of have to always have an, even if you do go forward and date someone else, you're always going to have it in the back of your mind that that's not really who you want to be with. Sure. So I feel like you almost have to just go for it once you get that feeling, you know? And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. And then, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. No, and it can point. be their choice to tell their partner whether or not you said that, you know. Mm. If they would rather just, you know, if they're, uh, oh, their feelings aren't mutual, but they still want to remain friends, you know, Becky never needs to know about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Carol never needs to know about this. <laughs> did you see, okay, not to keep going back to Carol, but did you see that post in, in the, the thing where it was like, uh, it was like, I don't know why we're not talking about this. It's probably because it's only people that are from Tampa would know this. But no one just ever goes walking down Nebraska Avenue and finds a husband. Carol is a sex worker. Or Carol was a oh. sex worker. I was like, holy shit. I holy figured you shit. had to have seen it. Yeah. Hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense, though. Like, and it makes that whole story make sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. That yeah. bitch, Carol Baskins. Right. <laughs> We're going to get a cease and desist real quick. Honestly, yeah. We don't want to get sued. Yeah, yeah, she will get on us and she will she own the show. She jumped on Joe Exotic quick. Mm-hmm. We cannot hashtag that bitch, Carol Baskins. Right. We don't, want, we don't want the listeners to have to listen to Carol Baskin next week on here. Yeah. Hey, good afternoon, you crazy cats and kittens. 
<laughs> the craziest cat lady of all. Oh my god! Can you imagine <laughs> Frank and Beans opening up with that? That's how we should open this episode out. <laughs> That's oh. it. We're erasing and re-recording all this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just gonna start over at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. back to yeah, yeah, yeah. What could go wrong? Um, <clears throat> if they're not really ready to settle down for good, and they still have to a few wild oats to sow. Mm-hmm. Potential infidelity could destroy not only the relationship, but also the friendship for good. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. Like, I think that's why it's so hard to get involved with a best friend or even a friend, because it's like, yeah, now you no longer have a relationship at all. Oh, for sure. If yeah. things go bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's more at stake, you know, again. No, absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've told some people this before, but it's like, yeah, I don't want to lose you as a friend, so let's not go down that road. Right, for sure. Um, also, this particular type of infidelity could damage you more uh, than other relationships you've had because it will not only hurt your ability to trust romantic partners, but it could potentially also damage your ability to trust friendships as well. True. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, this person was your friend first, you know, and so if you, you know, if you feel betrayal by them, you're not just feeling that at a romantic level, you're feeling it from someone you really trusted, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So also, um, Hollywood unrealistic expectations, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you have the Julia Roberts, my best friend's wedding, and, you know, all these. There's, I can't think of, I'm sure there's probably a million examples of these situations that happen. And then, you know, the unrealistic Hollywood image of how happily ever after it turns out to. It can Mm -hmm. set the relationship up for failure. You know, at the end of the day, all relationships are hard. Yeah. And they will have serious issues come up. You know, mm-hmm. so don't set up an unattainable happily ever after that isn't a reality, you know. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, you could also just be in love with the idea of them and not in love with them. Sure, yeah. So like you said, the unrealistic Hollywood fairy tales um, about relationships and the idea that best friend is forbidden fruit or off limits could make the prospect of this relationship more exciting. Who mm-hmm. doesn't like excitement? Right. <clears throat> the new, so new, make, new, yeah. Right, yeah, absolutely. So make sure you aren't just um, seeking excitement in your life and that the love you have is rooted, who mm-hmm. they are to the core. Yeah. Um, not what the relationship could be. Right. Not this idea in your head you have of like, oh, falling in love with your best friend, you know, like, remember that they are a regular ass person and they make mistakes and they're not perfect, you know. Oh, no, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you ever don't make your feelings known, like, let's say you just decide, you may maybe they are in one of those long term relationships and maybe you're like, you know what, I'm not willing to wait. I'm just going to, you know, date other people or whatever. But you mm-hmm. could also like in terms of things that could go wrong. If you don't ever make those feelings known, you could end up with a lifelong what if. Yeah. You know, so it is dangerous territory to say the least. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Um, how do you make sure it goes right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
There's a lot of ways, as it turns out. Our yeah. friends at the internet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the first things is try to put how you're feeling right now aside and think about whether or not you see yourself feeling this way about them forever. Right? So this is before you ever go into this relationship. Make sure you're kind of like doing the homework and doing long, hard foresight on the front end of all this. Because, you know, I think we all, especially in this day and age, you know, are all going a little nuts at home by ourselves, you know. So if you... If you have too much time to be in your own head, sometimes you can come up with these sorts of things as like a fantasy, but you know, you have to try to like put how you're feeling aside right now for just a second, keep going, exploring those feelings, you know, taking the time to decide if you really do feel that way and you really do see yourself being with them forever or if maybe it's just kind of like a passing phase. Sure. Or situational, like what, as soon as, the corona quarantine is over, am I going to feel the same way about this person? Right, absolutely, yeah. Are, are they offering me something that's temporary and convenient now mm-hmm. versus when everything is over? For sure. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Also, um, think long and hard about whether or not your futures align. For sure. Yeah, so for example, do you have similar life goals? Right. We've talked about this before in a couple of episodes. Like, if she's a Packers fan and you're a Bears fan, mm, right? Nope. Does he want to live in a tiny house in the woods and you're a metropolitan kind of gal? You know, like, oh sure, yeah, yeah. You know, like you just, yeah. Or our favorite, do yeah. do you both want or not want children? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if their answer to that doesn't align with yours, it's something that you need to you would have to be willing to concede your own beliefs on. Which is and, hard. It's yeah, hard that, for me. That goes for any relationship, you know, obviously. But, you know, um, again, with more being at stake here, I think that it's important to really have that deep conversation with yourself. Like sometimes when you really like someone new, you kind of like, eh, it's easier to bypass some of these things because you're like, well, I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe I'll change my mind. Like, you know, you know this person well. You know they're not going to change your mind. And you know yourself well enough to know that you're not going to change your mind or shouldn't right. want to have to change for someone. So, no. yeah. And I feel like you should be vocal about that and communicate that about communicate about that before it becomes a problem. Uh, absolutely. Don't yeah. just like, hey, I like this because it's convenient and works for me now. No. How's that going to be right. in two years? Right. And would you want to waste somebody's time for two years? Right. Yeah, no. Next one, uh, next reason to, um, or next thing to think about, your future's aligning. Um, would you be willing to pick up and leave everything for them if you had to? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, did they get a job somewhere else that they just can't turn down? And right. you are living in your same town that you've lived in your whole life and your family's all there and you can't imagine leaving? Like, hmm. Sounds a little personal. It actually wasn't. I was just trying to come up with examples of things that like... I mean, it was very detailed. I was like, has this happened? Well, no. I mean, I have known people who've been in that situation because it's kind of one of those things where it's like any relationship really, you know, that's something to obviously really consider. 
before mm-hmm. getting very serious with someone. But the fact of the matter is, you know this person's life pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. they're your best friend. You know, like, you know, like with me, I'm always on the move. You know what I mean? Like, I've moved right. three times to three different states in the last three years. So, like, someone would ha- have to go into a relationship with me knowing that there's a good chance I'm going to keep popping around. Are you willing mm-hmm. to do that? You know, like, so, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, and, like, let's say you're not willing to just pick up and everything leave for them, you know, would you mm-hmm. be able to realistically handle a long-distance relationship if something like, you know, your job took you somewhere else or took them somewhere else? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, let's see. The good news on this is that unlike most new relationships, you know this person better than anyone. Mm-hmm. And should have a very clear understanding of all of their stances on these issues. Right. You don't have to get into the two years of a, of a relationship with someone to learn. You know, like in normal dating, like, it takes you that amount of time to kind of learn that much about someone. Right. You know. Oh, no, for sure. With this, and then, and then, unfortunately, in those situations, you know, you can end up in the, oh, crap, well, you know, I never really thought about his job ever leaving or, you know, never really thought about us never wanting to have kids or whatever. Um, and, you know, then it doesn't align, you break up, whatever. But here, the good news is you already know a lot of those things. So Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. But also, if you don't answer these questions honestly to yourself, you run the risk of a huge letdown on both sides. Well, yeah, like, and that's what we were kind of saying before. You know, if you got to wait two years to say, you know what, I really didn't want kids. You kind of talked me into it. You kind of, and I didn't want to let go of this relationship. So I kind of agreed to one day have kids. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to have kids. And it's like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. Right. Yeah. So just be sure to have an honest conversation with yourself to avoid, you know, that's how you make this work, you know. For sure. Yeah. Um, So also, you know, be sure that the attraction isn't just like a fleeting spark of sexual chemistry, you know? Think about the last time you felt that spark with someone where you're like, oh, yeah, I just like, I want to bone them, you know? Right. Like, how long did it really last? Did the reality of that person outside of the bedroom ruin what it felt like an undeniable attraction to them sexually? Okay. So That's yeah. a good question. Yeah. Um, so remember that there is even more at stake here than a normal relationship. And once that sexual urge is satiated, even one time, will that change the way you feel about them back to friendship only? That's a good point. Yeah. I know I'm guilty oh, of kind of... Yeah, occasionally, say, like- yeah. We've both <laughs> been guilty of like kind of getting what we want out of somebody and then not liking them anymore. You know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the past, good, so. Good, yeah, in the past. In the past. <laughs> All right. Um, when you do express your feelings for one another and decide the feeling is mutual, be sure to also communicate about what might happen if the romantic relationship sours. A lot of times, like, that physical side of it mm-hmm. is what keeps me going. Right. That's why we're an item now, Beth. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So, yeah, once once that goes bad, once that's, you know, 
once you go from having sex four times a week to once a week, how's the, how is that going, going to affect the relationship? Right, for sure. Yeah. So discussing in advance the importance of being able to return to a friendship and how you might do that if things don't work out, I feel like that's a, a really good conversation to have. Right. You know, would you be able to? We're go like back we to have that? to pull it together for our listeners. Right. The show we must go on. <laughs> yeah. Some people have kids as obligations. We have yeah. like our you baby. know sixty thousand listeners. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Some people have one kid they got to take care of. We got 60,000 listeners we got to take care of. Right, exactly. It's a huge responsibility that we're very serious about. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so also just be sure that dating them is not simply based on convenience. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel these feelings start to develop, you may want to actually distance yourself from them, like, you know, maybe moving seven states away. No. <laughs> Um, But if if these feelings do develop, you may want to distance yourself from them for just a bit to make sure that dating them just doesn't easily fit into the narrative of avoiding the time, energy, expense, and hassle of dating other people. You know what I mean? Obviously, we've Mm -hmm. bitched about it all the time about like how dating is so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it takes forever. It's you're disappointed more often than not. And so, yeah, you know, the idea of just being around somebody that you already know that you enjoy being around all the time that you Mm -hmm. know has lasted a while can kind of seem like make sure it's not out of that idea of convenience, you know. No, that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Another good point. Yeah. Um, Also, set up realistic expectations for yourself and the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Know and continue to keep in mind that you will have arguments, you will get frustrated with one another, and that all of the parts of the relationship that are difficult will still exist and be ready to navigate those issues appropriately. Yeah. But I think one thing that can be said for that, too, is almost all friendships have had fights and arguments and stuff sure. before. No, absolutely. We know we have. And like we, <laughs> we know how to navigate arguments with each other because of that friendship, you know? We just send a, a meme. And yeah, we, we just and don't <laughs> talk to each other for two days, and then one of us breaks down and sends a hilarious meme, and then that's it. So, <laughs> and then we're back to normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, find out what works for you and then go with it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's a super short episode, but I feel like that's a lot of good information. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, who hasn't been in this situation before? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah. So, uh, Pretty cool. I mean, we cer- we certainly have. Yeah, we definitely have. Um, <laughs> so, the beer cracks for you, Beth. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. All this uh, social distancing has my days all confused. Um, what what date will this episode be coming out? So, I mean, I feel like I've been in isolation for three months, but um, <clears throat> it's going to come out on uh, April first. April 1st, huh? Hmm. Yeah. April fucking fools. April motherfucking fools, everybody. (laughs) We got you. We got you. We got you. We are not together. We're still not (laughs) fucking. We're still not banging. (laughs) We still live seven or eight states away. Yes. Yeah. We did not fall in love. We are not an idol. Nope. Nope. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we did think it was a really good April Fool's joke to have you going for an entire episode. <clears throat> I hope it. Uh, I, I kind of noticed that my voice is a little, little raspy today. I hope I was still able to. I, I'm very monotone anyway, but I still right. hope I was able to sell it with my raspy monotone voice today. I felt like you were selling it for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Such a good idea. Yeah. Happy I've, April Fools, everyone. Hope, we literally you... thought about it for like two years now. We're like, oh man, when is April April first gonna become on a Wednesday so that mm-hmm. we can do this Beth and Brian follow them up April Fools episode? <laughs> 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 Finally this year. It was just the star the Corona gods have blessed us once again. The Corona gods again. Oh, they provide. They're so good to us. The Rona gods are good to us. We do not deserve them. <laughs> We do not. Um, so much I wonder how many people are going to make it through the um, the episode to actually find out that we were joking. I, you think? Like, I think. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning this bullshit off. Fuck right. Brian. Fuck Beth. We're done. I'm, yeah. no, I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think either that or people would be like, I knew it. I knew that's how this was going to end. And I'm like, Joke's on you, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, we're still both giant pieces of shit who would never date each other because no. we don't want to ruin the other one's life. It's just... <laughs> no. Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. So shout outs is really sad for me because I quite literally don't have anything. In fact, I have negative things to announce in that both the Eddie Pepitone show next Tuesday... And the Ainshi Funny Comedy Festival have been canceled mm. and then postponed. So, oh man! Even Altercation Comedy Festival, which is normally not until the last weekend of September, is mm-hmm. moving the date to October. Whoa! And then selections aren't going to be given out until May. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. I wish I wish that they would just lock us down for two weeks. Let's be done with this. This because yeah. you, you know, in Kansas City, um, Tuesday, they just like last week Tuesday, they just put through the stay at home order. Yeah. And we just had North Carolina's on uh Wednesday or Thursday. Uh-huh. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. And it's like there's still people out there. Well, and that's just it is that like they're just like, Well, nothing's really changed. You can still go to this, that and the other. Right. And nobody's enforcing it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like it's almost like here's a good idea for you guys stay at home but everything's open except for the bars and restaurants well um so also a one of the things i did here is that gas pumps are one of the worst like cootie machines of all time so they said wear rubber gloves when you're using gas pump just a quick like you know tip but also um the thing is is like you know, they're saying only non-essential business should be open, but really, like, I mean, people, I don't know. I'm conflicted a lot about it. Don't be dumb. Yeah. Don't go traveling. Like, okay, like, you or me, obviously, are going to be fine. But you know what? If we've been out walking around, don't go visit grandma. You know what I mean? Like, That's a good point. Yeah. Just stay the fuck away from anybody that's seriously vulnerable to this. Like, if you or I get sick, we're not going to die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there are populations that could. So maybe also don't be dumb and stay away from children and old people. I mean, you know, the staying away from children thing is easy for me, obviously. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, just don't be dumb. Like, just... Know how it's transmitted. Know, 
like who is the most vulnerable and just, you know, live your life accordingly. And wash your fucking hands, you know? Yeah. Mm. My hands are like fucking sandpaper right now from all of the washing <laughs> and the hand sanitizer. Yeah. Also, my good friend Jay Jackson said something really funny. He was like, quick Corona advice. <laughs> Don't put your hand sanitizer by your lube. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I repeat, do not. <laughs> no. Like, oh, yeah, you don't know. Don't get a mixed up either. No experience. That's what he was don't, saying. Like, the joke no. is that he accidentally knows from experience. <laughs> Poor Jay. <laughs> he posted it on Facebook, though, so he's fine. Also, Jay Jackson Entertainment. Yeah, that'll be my shout out. Definitely check go. out Jay Jackson Entertainment. He's in Little Rock and just, just such a special guy. Yeah, I, he was on uh, Facebook Live the other day. I watched him. It was very nice to to see him and hear his oh. voice. And yeah, we such a good it. guy. Yeah. Oh, any shout outs for you, Brian? Uh, no, I mean that uh, Tiger King memes Facebook group is they got most of my attention these days. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, um, hey. April Fools and Hail Rona, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> April Fools, you little Franks and Beanies.